Aria Gerson. You can follow her on Twitter at Aria underscore Gerson. Vanderbilt beat writer for the Tennessean. Aria, how are you doing today? I'm doing well, thank you. Awesome. So first things first, because we let off the show with this, and I think people, I mean, it's just like the, it's just what happens today, right? Like it's people just have put up fake things, and then people believe fake things, and they go right off. Jeff Pack was rumored to be dead, the Vandy Whistler, uh, and I saw that you put out there on Twitter. That's not true. Yeah, that is a that tweet is from a I guess you would call it a parody account that is pretty notorious for just making things up and putting out fake tweets. So, uh, yeah, that tweet is fake. Um, that's all I'm gonna say about that. <laughs> yeah, uh, which is has it has it been a burden on your work, Aria? Like having to double check accounts at this point. I mean, I feel like I. I know pretty well, like, who's reliable and because, you know, I know a lot of these people, like other reporters, I know them personally. I know who, you know, has sources and who's connected, but I definitely have gotten people sometimes who ask me, like, you know, people were asking me, hey, Aria, like, are you going to write an obituary for The Whistler? And I was like, that tweet is fake. So I've definitely had to have some of those conversations. Yeah, that, that's tough. That's really tough. Uh, I think that we are owed an apology from Jerry Stackhouse <laughs> because obviously he blocked Bruno after we talked about the Alabama game. Well, he but unfollowed me. I it, blocked him. Okay, okay. That's what it is. He unfollowed Bruno after watching our show. Uh, and then they go on after uh, we give him terrific whiteboard material. They go on a tear. Vandy basketball looks like a completely different team right now. Yeah. Um, I mean, whatever whatever happened during that Alabama game, it, it does seem to have lit a fire under them, that's for sure. 4-0 right now since then, by the way. Since that Alabama game, they've been 4-0. Do you feel like that's just the team that he's starting to figure out the pieces? Because a lot of people right now, I think I saw a lot of Andy fans talk about how they're digging through old tweets to delete, you know, bad mm -hmm. <laughs> fire Jerry Stackhouse tweets. Well, it tweets. was that bad, though. Like, I think, it, is it fair to say it was that bad? The big, We lost to Grambling State. This is a tough one. Uh, I, I don't know, Aria. What, what what are your thoughts on all of that? I certainly think it was fair to wonder whether Jerry Stackhouse was on the hot seat earlier in the season. And, you know, I don't think that it was bad by any means. But that's why I always say, you know, I want to see how things play out first. Uh, and that is why, you know, in basketball, midseason coaching changes are not that common. Uh, in fact, they're very uncommon just for those sorts of reasons that you kind of don't really know what's going to happen next. And so I think looking at it now, you have a very different view of it than you did a couple weeks ago. Well, how does Vanderbilt's schedule play out towards the end of the season now? Because they're on this little bit of a tear. Do, are they on the back end, I guess, of the SEC at this point? Or are they still looking up to some challenges? Well, I think, you know, they have to play Kentucky at Rupp, which is always mm -hmm. a challenge, even though Kentucky isn't as good this year. It's always hard to win there. Um, have Auburn at home, which is a pretty good team. They have Mississippi State at home, which that's a, a really good defensive team um, that's probably going to make the tournament. And then they have LSU on the road, which is um, not – LSU has, you know, been at the bottom of the SEC this year. So that one is probably a little easier, but it, it is still a road game. So, you know, I would say it's it, – in the SEC this year, there's really only two really good teams, and that's Tennessee and Alabama, mm -hmm. especially Alabama. 
So I think that, you know, without those two teams on the schedule, it, it's going to be, oh, I forgot a home game against Florida too, but uh, it's going to be pretty manageable for pretty much anybody that doesn't have Tennessee or Alabama on the schedule, but it's not like it's going to be easy to win all these remaining games. Do you think there's any reasonable chance that Vanderbilt could make some noise in the SEC tournament or maybe that this tear is just kind of like an anomaly on on the Stackhouse era? I mean, I think they could make some noise in the SEC tournament. I think the problem is that if you're talking about, you know, NCAA tournament at this point, I think Vanderbilt's net and Ken Palm rankings are too low to really be seriously considered for a, a bid and without winning the SEC tournament. And I think that, you know, the teams that you'd need to beat to really boost the resume, there's only two of them, Tennessee and Alabama. And they did beat Tennessee once, but I think just one of those wins is not enough. I think they'd need to have multiple, and that would include having to beat one of those two teams in the SEC tournament. And um, I don't think that any of the teams remaining on their regular season schedule are enough of a marquee win mm -hmm. to really boost that resume. Well, we kind of see that the SEC might not be all it's chopped up to be, as in, at least in the middle of the division of, of the SEC. This Vandy team has shown that they can compete with anybody in the league. How does it look going into next season roster-wise if they're going to stick a lot with the same? Yeah, I think that that roster is a pretty big question because, you know, with the transfer portal, you never know who's going to stick around and who's not and, you know, who's who might come in. You know, Jerry Stackhouse has liked to bring in transfers the past couple seasons. But, you know, I think the big one for sure is Liam Robbins is out of eligibility after this season. Mm -hmm. So he's for sure not coming back. Um, and obviously he's been the catalyst of a lot of the success lately. So he is one that that they're gonna definitely have to find a replacement for talking with aria gerson follow or beat writer for vandy for tennessee and for covering vandy man i was hey, all yeah. over on that one follow her <laughs> on twitter at aria underscore gerson uh looking at the rest of the schedule aria i i'm looking at three more wins two losses possibly for for vandy basketball currently i think those two losses come auburn and kentucky kentucky on the road if you're able to win that one that's going to be huge it's just tough at rup uh that would set them at 17 and 14 on the season and if they do move on to let's say saturday somehow in the sec tournament uh what does that do for the season of jerry stackhouse coming off the everybody want to say last year really was a scotty pippen year and expected a lot of downturn from this team. What what does that kind of record and that kind of finish do for this Vandy team? Yeah, that kind of record, I think that would get you an NIT bid for sure. I don't think it would get you an NCAA tournament bid or even really close to one, to be honest, um, just given what I said before about their metrics and their resume. But um, it, it would be you know, sort of a, I guess, a plateau from last year in many ways. The season played out a lot differently than last year, but just in the sense of where the program overall was at, it would be a better SEC record for sure. But I also think the league is maybe not quite as good as it was last year. So I think that, you know, you have to, like, I think whether you think that would be good or bad depends on the person. I think you'd see some 
probably some mixed opinions on that just because they did lose Scotty Pippen Jr. Mm-hmm. At the same time, it's one of those, you know, if you're in the, the fourth uh, season and not still really getting close that close to the tournament, that's sort of a, a could be seen as an indictment in some ways as well. So, you know, it does depend as well on, on what the roster looks like for next season, which is just so far away that uh, it's hard to say that for, for sure with any certainty. Well, and I, and I guess I really mean more for how the Vandy fans would look at Jerry Stackhouse and, and the and the program as a whole. What would that kind of outlook be with that kind of finish? That not not top, not bottom, though, finish that, that they kind of – I believe they're going to be in. Yeah, like I said, I think you would see some mixed opinions on it. I think some people would, you know, appreciate the way that they turn their season around. I think some people would want more or, you know, there's still some people I think who've been alienated by Sackhouse walking people on Twitter or some of the things like that. So I do, I think you'd see mixed opinions on it and you know, I don't think there's necessarily one way that you would have to feel about it as a fan. Uh, I, I think you could legitimately make like a lot of different arguments uh, that that would all be, you know, legitimate. Uh, talking with Aria Gerson, you can follow her on Twitter at Aria underscore Gerson. This Friday, though, baseball comes back. Vandy Boy's back in action against TCU. Uh, first thing I want to talk about with you on that is the reaction of Tim Corbin's thoughts on the run rule change. I want to get your thought first on what, how do you feel about the run rule uh, change for, for baseball going forward, and then Tim Corbin's, who kind of seemed like he was just – no matter what they say, I just got to do it. So I'm not allowed to have an opinion almost. That's kind of my thought on it. But what, what was your, what's your reaction to that? I honestly don't have that strong of an opinion on it. You know, I used to cover softball, college softball. They used the run rule in softball and it does make games uh, shorter. And some of the games that make shorter are the ones that are kind of slogs, like the ones you, you are like, uh, why am I sitting through this? <laughs> so, you know, that's probably the upside, maybe fewer injuries. I think a lot of people can think of players who got hurt in blowout games, and that always sucks. You know, the downside of it is, uh, you know, what Tim Corbin brought up is that he's actually been part of a game where a team came down, it was, it was when he was at Clemson, they came from down 11 runs in the ninth inning and came back to win. So it eliminates the option of that. And, you know, it may be a few less mop-up innings to give to some of your younger pitchers or younger players who could pinch hit and things like that. So I think there's arguments on both sides of it. Ultimately, for me, I'm not really bothered by it, but I'm also not, you know, here pounding the table for it or anything either. Mm. Yeah, it, it it is interesting because it that what he was talking about that NC State Clemson game that he was he was referring to was it, it does give you that and that's what I think the the beautiful thing about baseball has always been is that basketball you can run out the clock football you can run out the clock baseball you had to play and get those three outs every single inning no matter what and a team always had a chance but to me it does bother me that that is being hurt. I know that the comeback side of that is, I don't know the percentages, but I, I have to imagine the comebacks from being down 10 are far less uh, of a, or they're probably more of a rarity than, than not. So uh, I, I, I just personally, I don't know if I like it. I understand it, but I feel icky about it. 
That's like the best way that I can say is that I just feel icky about the fact that they're taking one of the beautiful things about baseball that a team always has a chance no matter what. You have to earn your win all the way through. But I also understand that, like you're saying, which I, by the way, stealing your word, slog. Uh, I, I love I, – I, that is the worst. That is simply the worst. I don't care if you're a coach, player, fan, sitting through a five-hour baseball game uh, because a team is just up 26 to whatever – I understand cutting that, you know, that time down. Yeah, I agree. I think, you know, again, I I actually polled my Twitter followers on this. I said, do you like this or not? And I got pretty much equal, like, responses <laughs> saying they loved it, they hated it, or they were indifferent. So I think there's a lot of mixed opinions on it. I think there's a lot of arguments on both sides, but I think that ultimately in terms of how much it actually affects the day-to-day of SEC baseball, I don't think you'll see that big of an effect. It's not that many games that are affected. And, you know, like I don't think this is something that that you're going to see every day and be like, wow, this rule either really is great or really sucks. I think it's going to mostly go unnoticed. Uh, so let's talk a little bit about the college baseball showdown that's about to happen. Vanderbilt taking on TCU to start. Uh, what are some of the things that you're going to be watching for from from this weekend of action with Vandy starting off? And what should people be expecting from this team? Yeah, I think that it's it's three games against really, really good teams. So that's always a good litmus test to see where you're at. I think in particular, <laughs> you know, the three teams that Vanderbilt's facing, I would say are probably better offensively than they are pitching wise. And that's the opposite of Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt is, I would say a lot better uh, pitching staff than it does than it is on offense. So it's kind of a stylistic clash. You know, you're going to see a lot of really good matchups, stars versus stars. Uh, You know, Braden Taylor at TCU is, is a player who is probably going to go in the first round this summer, obviously Enrique Bradfield jr. With Vandy, um, so, you know, Rock Riggio at Oklahoma State is a big name. Nolan McLean, also Oklahoma State, he was a preseason All-American. So there's a lot of really good players in this tournament that it will be fun to see some of those individual matchups and how they play out. But it'll also be a really good assessment of where Vanderbilt is at going into the rest of the season and also a good opportunity to bank some wins early if they're hoping to host a regional or host a super regional. And and to finish here, Aria, I uh, I read your article earlier today about your five bold predictions for okay. Vanderbilt baseball. I'm not going to give all of them away. I just want to talk about one of them, and everybody else will have to go check out the Tennessee and to see what Aria had out there because they are terrific. Uh, but one of them, the talk to me a little bit about Vanderbilt throwing another no-hitter. Ah, uh, yes. So – That was one of my bold predictions is that Vanderbilt would throw another no hitter. They've had, they've thrown a no hitter in the last three completed seasons. So not counting 2020. Um, And, you know, I think that they can keep the streak going both because their pitching staff is really good and really deep. It might not be one person throwing a complete game, no hitter, but it might be, you know, another combined no hitter like last year. And I think that the run rule, which we were just talking about, makes the no-hitter more likely. Because if if the team is up big, say, you know, you're facing kind of a bottom-tier team and you're up 12 to nothing, 
And then it only has to be seven innings and it's still a no hitter. So I think it would actually increase the probability of having a no hitter because of the run rule. I love that. You got to go check out the rest, the four other ones that she has on that. Once again, you can find all her work on Tennessean.com or on Tennessean, just however you get the Tennessean. Aria, thank you so much for joining us. We always appreciate talking to you each week. Yeah, thank you for having me. Once again, follow her on Twitter at Aria underscore Gerson.